Before I get started on this video, I need to make something clear. I do not believe that people who are in the LGBTQ community are more likely to be pedophiles. Over the course of my life as a father, there have been people who are both gay, bisexual, or trans who I have entrusted with my children's safety and would continue to do so. However, what I do think is a glaring problem is that people who have nefarious intent when it comes to children will use the LGBTQ community's activism, specifically that which pushes for normalizing these kinds of behaviors to very young children. They will use this as an opportunity to gain access to children and specifically to groom them. That is what OK Groomer is really about. This thing that we are told will never happen, doesn't happen, nobody's doing it, it's happening. Is it a majority? I don't have any evidence to believe that. But if you have a more or less code of silence about this topic, you are enabling people who will destroy children's lives. People will say, well, what about the Catholic Church? Nope, they're doing the exact same thing. I don't disagree with that whatsoever. But that's a whataboutism. Everybody already knows that about the Catholic Church. In the meantime, LGBTQ clubs are being opened all over America in public schools with purposes that I'm pretty sure, I mean, you know, that's something I want to be clear about. Not everybody who's involved in this kind of activism wants to be a pedophile, wants to enable pedophiles. But if you are becoming involved in this activism, you need to be keenly aware of the fact that the person standing next to you may not be in it for the right reasons. To continue to pretend that this isn't happening is irresponsible and dangerous. One other personal note, YouTube is definitely not going to monetize this video, so if you could, if you appreciate the work that I'm doing specifically about just cutthroat addressing these kinds of controversial topics, consider supporting my show on Patreon or PayPal or Subscribestar. The link is up above, and you'll also see it at the end of the video. Now, before I play this video, I want to point a couple things out. The first of which is, is that conversations like this between concerned parents and their school boards are taking place all over the country. These are not isolated little in incidents. They're happening more and more. I also would point out that the dialogue currently is to suggest that Republicans want to ban books. They usually leave out the context of what types of books specifically have, you know, conservative parents concerned. And it's not just conservatives. I'm not a conservative, and I wouldn't want these books in my children's schools either. But I would also ask, who thought that this was appropriate in the first place? And then ask yourself, why would you tell any parent that they're being ridiculous for being concerned about the LGBTQ activism geared towards changing the curriculum for children, specifically because they lie and claim stuff like this is not going on? Let's take a moment and launch. After seeing a September 9th school board meeting in Texas on pornography in the schools, I decided to check the titles at my child's school, Fairfax High School. The books were available, and we checked them out. Both of these books include pedophilia, sex between men and boys. 
Both books describe different acts. One book describes a fourth grade boy performing oral sex on an adult male. The other book has detailed illustrations of a man having sex with a boy. The illustrations include fellatio, sex toys, masturbation, and violent nudity. Pedophilia here. From the author, Maya Kobabe, quote, I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. I am going to give you the blowjob of your life, and then I want you inside me, end quote. From the author, Jonathan Evison, what if I told you I touched another guy's dick? What if I told you I sucked it? I was 10 years old, but it's true. I sucked Doug Goebel's dick, the real estate guy, and he sucked mine too. This is not an oversight at Fairfax I'm High sorry. School. I'm sorry. There are children in the audience here. Do not like interrupt my members. time. Yes. Do not interrupt my time. I would like to remind everybody. I will stand here. So this sort of thing plays out over and over again. And you'll note that they're concerned about the children in the audience that may or may not have overheard what she's bringing up. But for some reason, they didn't have any concern for the children in the school who may or may not have checked out these books. Now, this is Eric Roman of Mount Pleasant High School. He's about to give what would normally be the kind of counter speech that you would see at board meetings like this all over the country. I'm a resident, townie, taxpayer, vaccinated and functioning, graduate of this high school, class of 1999, proud member of the LGD, LGBTQIA community, and an employee of Mount Pleasant Public Schools. Thank you. I really cannot speak any more eloquently than the people who have spoken before me tonight, but what I can say is that for the last five years, I have had the profound privilege of working with your students, with your students, with your students. And I can tell you this, they are hungry for knowledge. They are so hungry for knowledge that despite your words, your wishes, your values, they will learn on their own. So many of your children are hurting, questioning, struggling in this world that we have created. They are simultaneously being taught to celebrate and to hate who they are. I can't deny that. Every day. Ultimately, they will become who they will become with or without us. Give them the chance, the grace, and the support to embrace their own learning. They're going to do it anyway no matter what you say or do, no matter how many candles you light, no matter how many rallies you hold, with liberty and justice for all. Now, people in the LGBTQ activist community probably thought very highly of this guy, but there's something that people did not know at the time, but they know now. Eric Roman, a Mount Pleasant, Michigan public school employee, has been arrested for being a pedophile. He'd hoped to meet up with a child for sex, but met police instead. 
Here he is staunchly advocating for LGBTQ curricula and mocking parents at a school board meeting. Big Rapids Daily News reported on this, that multiple police agencies teamed up to arrest three men during an underage predator operation. Basically, they would go online and pretend to be minors interested in meeting with adults. And here he is, Eric Roman, a 41-year-old man from Mount Pleasant. So this is the guy who was just up you know, as you saw at a school board meeting, more or less mocking parents for having concerns about what their children were being exposed to and telling them that they were going to get it anyway. And he was pushing for LGBTQ curricula within the school system that he worked in. I will provide this and other articles in the description, but here's another one with his mugshot next to his picture when he was so eloquently calling out parents for their hate of LGBTQ people and mocking them for daring to suggest that they didn't want their children, you know, exposed to those sorts of things before they were old enough. It's pretty clear that he doesn't want them to be old enough. The idea of exposing children to controversial topics is not unusual to teachers, uh, obviously. This one says that they're trying to tear down gender roles and subtly instill socialist values into my high schoolers and elementary kids. Here's a teacher from Hawaii engaging in debate with people on Twitter, defending their interest specifically in seeing LGBTQ issues uh, to to be brought up in curriculum in public schools. And these arguments sound very similar to things I see all over Twitter and Facebook on this topic. You have yet to demonstrate why teaching kids basic sex ed and discussing gender slash sexuality with them is grooming. Well, I've repeatedly explained why. Don't tell me to fucking Google anything. This is also why no one should take you guys seriously. You can never back shit up. Sexual orientation doesn't require discussing sex, you fucking pervert. Unless your brain automatically goes to fucking whenever you think of two dudes liking each other, keep on demonstrating how sick in the mind you are. So the allegation is to suggest that because we are concerned that discussing sexuality might actually mean discussing sex, the response is to say, well, what's wrong with you? Why is that where your mind goes to? So you want kids to be completely ignorant about sex? Which is true, because pedos like you can feel them up and they won't understand what's going on and can't verbalize it to their parents or others. Also, talking about being LGBT does not require discussing sex whatsoever. Some more from the exchange. Remind me how wanting to talk to kids about sex doesn't make you pro-groomer. The Parental Rights and Education Bill protects kids, a bill you vehemently oppose. To which they say, you're fucking acting like we want to show kids porn or something. But something I've learned through the years is that whenever right-wingers accuse others of something, it's definitely because they are projecting. Now I'm about to show you a classic example of what it looks like when a tweet ages like wine. But before I do, consider for a moment, doesn't this sound like the kind of arguments that you've been seeing all over Twitter and Facebook? Maybe some of them are more polite to suggest that this sort of thing is necessary. We have to include this curriculum in our schools. And of course, anybody who doesn't like it must obviously, you know, have pedophile issues of their own. Um, and the conservatives who don't like this situation are clearly projecting. I think, you know, I've literally seen every argument this guy made, uh, made somewhere else. Usually in just different degrees of diplomacy. 
Oahu substitute teacher Alden Bunag was charged Wednesday in a criminal complaint filed in federal court for distributing child pornography. That's right, folks. The person specifically saying, you're fucking acting like we want to show kids porn or something, is literally in jail right now for showing kids porn. And not just showing kids porn, but distributing the porn, which we're about to get into in a moment. Not just distributing the porn, but making the porn. And who is he making the porn with? Some of his students. In another classic example of libs of TikTok doing great journalism. Let's have a listen. Teacher has been arrested for sharing child pornography. Federal prosecutors say Alden Bunag sent illicit pictures and video to another teacher on the mainland and admitted to sex with a 13-year-old student. Manola Morales reports. Alden Bunag made his first court appearance on Thursday at the federal courthouse and remains in custody until his next hearing. Court records say he admitted to investigators that he recorded his sexual encounters with a 13-year-old boy who was a former student and sent the videos to others through a messenger app. According to federal court documents, Bunag had been sending child pornography to a teacher in Philadelphia. That teacher was arrested in October. Documents say Bunag and the mainland teacher exchanged over 3,300 messages to include hundreds of images and video files. And that Bunag claimed to have sex with the boy at the school during lunch breaks. He also described the boy as a former student and knew that he was a minor at the time. Records say he also admitted to distributing the video recording of his sexual contact and admitted to distributing child pornography involving other minor victims. Now, just to review, this is the same guy that was chastising the right and saying that they must be projecting and that you're acting like, you know, we are trying to distribute porn to children or something. It was the most preposterous, ridiculous lie that somebody could ever be told. Now, who is he distributing porn to? Other teachers. Ex-Philly private school teacher pleads guilty to child porn offenses. So this guy was literally raping his own students, filming it, and sending it to other teachers who do the same thing. Here's another one. In Anoka, Wisconsin, former Anoka middle school teacher Jefferson Fetek pleads guilty to sexually abusing teenage boys. He was known specifically for being an advocate for the LGBTQ students in his school. And I once again want to say... Not everybody who advocates for LGBTQ students in the school is a pedophile. However, again, people who are engaging in this sort of activism need to be responsible and be aware of the fact that not everybody involved in this is doing it for the right reasons. Here's another one also brought to us by Libs of TikTok. Whoa. A parent in Houston alleged at a meeting yesterday that a teacher took his underage son to a drag show with a sex offender. The school allegedly did nothing. Let's have a listen. Uh, my son attended Sam Houston MSDC. Um, his teacher, Mr. Pat Patrick Pickler, he was his chemistry teacher. He was also a writer for About Magazine, an LGBTQ magazine. He published an uh, article with a lot of students... Uh, and a lot of students in them without authorization. He recruited my son. He also took my son to a drag show when he was underage. Uh, 
took him uh, to a track show when he was underage, and um, it, it was really bad. It was a really bad experience. Um, he also put him next to this uh, sex offender. Well, he was he was out there with my son. There's a lot of stuff that uh, that nothing got done. I have a lot of info, a lot of videos, text messages. Police uh, HSD has a lot of messages. It's really bad. So this sort of thing about taking kids to drag shows, I don't know what this is about, but it's also becoming way more common all the time. Uh, there was a video that was exposed about it where there's a drag uh, queen activist, or activist, um, performer literally leading a little girl around who couldn't have been more than like eight, nine years old uh, around a bar where these things take place. I don't get what the point of this is, but that's what they're doing. And that one was so hot, you can't even share it on Facebook. It gets deleted. So here's an article in Go San Angelo. I don't know how long it'll be here because of what I'm about to show you afterwards. But these transgender patients now have a place to change their lives all at once. By the Alex Harris of the Miami Herald. She asked her mother for a new name. Mom, when I was a baby, what would you have named me if we could reverse all this and I was in your stomach again? She got her answer, Diana Elizabeth Govera. It was the final touch on her new true self. For everything else, the 28-year-old went to Dr. Christoph Salagato at University of Miami, the lead surgeon at the hospital's new LGBTQ clinic. Before the procedures, Guevara said, her life was emotionally draining. Even a quick trip to the mall left her on edge. But the day after her chest reconstruction... She looked into the mirror and cried tears of joy. I was changing and being myself, she said. It doesn't seem like it should be such a big step, but it is. So, anyway, revelation. This person got themselves into some trouble as well. Citrus woman manipulated children for sex, deputies say. Citrus County, Florida. A Citrus County woman was arrested Wednesday after authorities said she manipulated and took advantage of several children to send explicit photos and have unlawful sexual activities. According to the Citrus County Sheriff's Office, 33-year-old Diana Elizabeth Guevara fostered a relationship with one child to identify her next victims. Over the course of several months, Guevara then sent multiple explicit photos and videos on social media to several other children, deputies said. Guevara was also accused of having sexual relations, um, relations with several of the children in her home in Inverness. Guevara manipulated the young victims in this case and then took advantage of them, Citrus County Sheriff Mike Prendergrass said. She was able to foster a relationship with one victim and identify her next victims through them, showing a pattern of predatory behavior. Guevara was charged with transmitting harmful materials to minors, unlawful sexual activity with certain minors, 
and four counts of lewd and lavicious battery. She was held at the Citrus County Jail on $47,000 bond. Here's a tweet from the local sheriff's department, including the mugshot. I will link this in the description. So I mentioned in the past that I'm dealing with this sort of thing in my own homeschool system right now. Not just about the gender queer stuff, but also in regards to racial stuff. And I live in a conservative town, so don't think that this can't happen where you live. And I don't actually believe that either of the people in these screenshots have any nefarious intent. But as you can see, they strongly believe that it is their place as educators to introduce LGBTQ ideas to children, specifically, you know, at you know, against what their parents would want, as if it's somehow a virtuous act to do so. And the, again, this is happening right in my hometown, that is a largely conservative little farm town. So you have to be vigilant. This absolutely can happen in your school system, and is probably already happening in your school system in some way. And you can see them justifying that they have to do this because parents won't do it. That's how they feel about it. You know, um, so be mindful of this. You know, there was a video that I circulated recently that was very well done specifically targeting this issue of grooming. And one of the things he brings up is that there's conferences that teachers go to where they get encouraged to start these little LGBTQ uh, clubs. And it, when they're doing it, they specifically suggest that you should recruit the kids who don't have any friends. And what ends up happening in situations like that is, aside from the fact that, unfortunately, many of those kids probably have mental illnesses already, if they join a club like this, then they have an incentive to try to find a way to identify with one of the special groups, you know, that these groups are about. You know, like you want to say, oh, well, I'm pansexual, or I'm non-binary, I'm this or I'm that. When the reality is they could just be awkward kids. You know, and if there are gay kids or non-binary kids, I do feel that they should have support. That's not what I'm concerned about. It's that when adults get into the situation, you know, specifically without being conscious of the fact that there are, in fact, pedophiles out there that use situations like this to gain access to children, you're being irresponsible. And if you act to cover up the fact that these things are going on, you're being irresponsible in the same way that you guys all call out the Catholic Church for covering it up when priests are molesting children. You're doing the same thing if you do not Go way out of your way to expose this when it does happen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Please like and subscribe and share this video. If you enjoy my content, you can go to hy.page-vradio, where you can find links to all of my various mediums. I'm also on Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute. I'm on Spotify, at least as long as I last. Uh, in addition to that, you can join my Discord, my Telegram, my Facebook group. Um, all of that's available at the link that you see um, up in the upper left-hand corner. I appreciate you guys supporting me on this, and content like this is what I'm known for, but content like this is also the kind of thing that doesn't get monetized and will get censored. If for some reason you ever see a video of mine go up and then get taken down, you can check my alternative uh, places like Odyssey, all the different mediums that I just described. Thanks again for tuning in, folks, and thanks for listening to V-Radio.